VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Wine Times, brought to you in association with the Sunday Times Wine Club, with me, comedian and wine novice, Susie Ruffle. And me, Will Lyons, the Sunday Times Wine Columnist and Vice President of the Sunday Times Wine Club. Throughout this series, I have taken up the much-coveted role as Apprentice of Wine to try and become the master of all things grape-related. But you won't be on this journey alone, Susie. Oh no, every episode we'll be joined by a well-known guest for some good wine, good times and lively conversation. And don't forget, if you like the sound of any of the wines we have on the show, then fear not, because they're available through the Sunday Times Wine Club. If you haven't signed up yet, there'll be a link in the episode description for you. So, whether you're an expert with a broad palate... Or you think Bordeaux is just a breed of dog... In this show, you're sure to find something to your taste. We're here in the fabulous church-turned-boozy destination Amazing Grace in London Bridge, ready to bless the wine and have a good time. Discussing and decanting with Susie and myself today is the broadcaster and food critic, Grace Dent. You will of course know Grace from her weekly restaurant reviews and casting her judgment over the contestants in the MasterChef kitchen. As well as that, she is a podcaster, author and has a brand new show on Channel 4 with the wonderful Ainsley Harriet to explore the very best food that British Seaside has to offer. Grace is one of the country's most respected restaurant critics and has eaten some of the finest and most sophisticated food on the planet. But our challenge today is to try and find the perfect wine to pair with her favourite meal, chips and gravy. <laughs> is that true? Is it still true that that's your favourite meal? Okay, I must explain myself. Uh, I eat a lot of very fancy food. Yeah. And I'm out all the time in the finest places. And I have gone on record as saying that at the end of the day, sometimes I like an oven chip with gravy, but, you know, powdered gravy. Yes. Fast, because it's fast yeah. and it's convenient. But here's the magic, mint sauce. Ooh. Ooh, with the chips and gravy. With the chips and gravy in a bowl. And so eaten in a kind of, always in a pant with an elasticated waist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would that be like on the sofa at home? So I go out all the time and my body is kind of contractually obliged to eat and eat and eat. So, you know, I like to just kick back and eat really but Grace, it's dirty food. Is it dirty? Yeah, grubby. Yeah, it's, it's grubby, and, dirty food. It's what we and Susie were discussing in the last episode, wasn't it? It's okay to like everything. You know, yeah. It's like one night you have a really sophisticated fine champagne and then the next day you just want something that's going to be very sort of one-dimensional and fruity and just washed down. You're in front of the television maybe watching Midsummer Murders. That means well, you're drinking at you, three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am very, I'm curious now. So you, you, you drink the finest wines mm. when you're out. 
if you were in the house and you, you've obviously went to somewhere on the corner that probably also sells batteries and you know yes. beans, yeah. what would you pick up then? What is what's the equivalent of chips and, and so I think sauce? well there are three wines you can buy from the, like the corner shop with confidence. One is dry sherry because they're always consistent. The other one we go to is red Rioja from Spain. Okay. Always has that sort of, you know, rich fruit and creamy character. But again, good quality for um, the price you'll pay. And the third one is probably France. I would go to Cote de Rome. Mm. Okay. Or, 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 you know, or you could do a Chilean Merlot, something like that. Now, these wines are not the most sophisticated wines, but they, like everything, they will give pleasure if that's what you're, you know, that's what you want that night. And that's the mood you're, there's nothing wrong with that. But they all sound like wines that if you took them to a party where people knew about wines, then at the end of the night, as you were being given your coat, you'd also be given your wines <laughs> to go home. And that has happened to me. And oh, I never spoke to those people again. I think that's so rude, isn't it? So they were rude. like, I think you'll probably enjoy this more than us. It's so off. <laughs> that's, I, that, that's wrong, isn't it? It's wrong. It's wrong. I've also heard of people taking, you give them wine, and then they keep it. And then when they come to your house, they give it back to you. <laughs> But no, I do think it's a good tip if you're a wine lover, is take two or three bottles, the one you want to drink, just open it before and say, I just had to check it was okay. And then, of course, you've given them the gift of the, of the two or three bottles, which you bought from the Asda on the way there. Well. Can't you just take it in and just open it straight away? I think turning up with a bottle of wine that's open, I think that's a mix signal as well. Well, I do. I, I think turning up is sort of saying... I was so worried about your company this evening, I had to drink on the way. That's what that says to me. I probably got it wrong, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> I probably got it wrong. Um. Also, I think that if you open wine before the guests get there, there is a chance you're going to be so half cut that you're going to be yeah. not on your best socially. Is it tough being the person that when you walk into a restaurant, everyone goes, oh, she's yeah. here, she's here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it must is. be quite yeah, hard. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know, I've been doing it for a, a long time, and I think that um, it's kind of magical, and it's a little bit like being Princess Margaret <laughs> slash Darth Vader, <laughs> and you know, you can feel the electricity of anxiety, and you know, you can see the mood change as you walk into a, a restaurant. Sometimes you're really up for it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you feel like this too when you perform. Sometimes you're really up for it. You're yeah, like, this is me. Hello, behold me. And sometimes you just want to creep in and yeah. you don't want people to look at you so it is sometimes very hard the first uh thing that usually happens when i go into somewhere though is if they recognize me which they do more than ever now because mm. i'm a master chef and yeah. things like that and you know my face is in the paper and i'm on all these different things the first thing that usually happens is a glass of champagne arrives which is also it's beautiful it's so glamorous it's like being you know diana dawes or someone like that <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's, it can be quite... But Grace, do, do you say, look, I'm, do you, do you say to them, look, t t today I'm just here privately for a meal? Or do you just yeah. say that? Or you just don't let them know? They will never believe me when I say yeah, that I'm there privately. Because, the, I mean, sometimes I go to review and I know that that is on my schedule and I have to do 800, 900 words that next morning. Are they told? No, nobody knows it's yeah, that I'm going to show up. But sometimes I'll turn up and I'll go, oh, guys I, co I come in peace I've got all these ways of kind of yeah. you know holding my body to try and like make people go it's okay you know it's okay it's fine don't worry I've only just come to eat with my friends the problem is that in about nine weeks time I might be scratching around for a review and at 5am yes. in the morning I might write about you mm. yeah. so I would say that it's always best to you yeah, know exactly. be yeah <laughs> 
Well, I mean, talking about champagne, should we have our first wine? I think we ought to. Yeah. <laughs> Bubbles. Always. Now, Grace, I was reading that um, obviously you have eclectic taste in food, so you like everything. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't like everything, but yeah, I, but you... I definitely, when I became a critic, realised that I had to sign up to eat everything. You know, mm. there's, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of offal. Mm. You know, when they, when I, you know, there's a lot of kind of um, machismo and showing off in restaurant criticism. So there's a lot of, oh, scoop the eyeball out of the fish and pop it in your mouth and all that kind of thing, you know. There's Absolutely a lot of Absolutely unsubscribed to all that carry on. Yeah, no, so I, but I did say from the beginning, I would eat everything. Uh, yeah, and I kind of have to. I've got an eclectic taste, I Do suppose. you find when you go to, to restaurants, do chefs try and, is there like a certain dish they really want you to have? Always. Yeah, yeah. they'll say like, yeah, you I, must try the lamb. You I, must try yeah. the... I had this exactly the other evening. I was at um, Lisboeta, which is Nuno Mendes' new restaurant on Charlotte Street. And um, he's a very cool chef and very beloved by the food scene. And uh, we got to the end of dinner and someone came over, a server, looking very... Like they'd had a, I say it's in a lovely way, a gun in the gun at their head in the kitchen to go. Nuno would love you to try the pork fat ice um, ice cream. So yeah, pork fat yeah, in custard with I shall say it. It's gone too far. So yeah, it's that kind. How of, was it? It tasted exactly as you would imagine. It was pork fat but. in cream made into ice cream on a bed of port, kind of caramelized port. Yeah. Very porky, but it's yeah. the same as um, on MasterChef. Somebody recently made uh, creme brulee with beef dripping. Yes. Um... <laughs> so yeah, the wine. you don't know where to go with that. <laughs> well, <do you? laughs> I'm a little nervous actually. I haven't poured a wine for a high-profile restaurant critic before, but we are <laughs> starting with a wine which I think's reputation doesn't do it justice. And the first time, once I mentioned the four. Um, the four letters of this, you would have immediately heard of it and you will have connotations about it. Okay. We're going to Spain, we're having their premier sparkling wine, we're having Carver. Mm-hmm. Now, Carver is the insider's choice for those sort of in the know because it's, it's not a cheap sparkling wine and it's got, it has this reputation which is very unfair because it it's actually made in the same way as champagne, in that sort of secondary, without getting too technical, the secondary fermentation in the bottle. So bang for your buck, Carver is a really good buy. Carver's um, deeply unfashionable though at the moment. Yeah. It is deeply unfashionable. People so are... we're on the 2019 Oriole Russell. This is a property, I mean, just, just to show you, it was, this, this property was founded in, in the 1700s. So we're, we're looking at it, we've, we've gone through how to taste it you know, the sort of straw color. Now Grace, do you think, imagine, Susan and I are playing this game where we imagine the ideal setting for this wine. Oh, for this wine? Yeah. The ideal setting for this is, it's about the third day of your holiday. Oh, yes. It's yes. not day one. It's not day one. Day one we was have, cocktails. That's, day three, yeah. and you're, uh, you've got the lay of the land where you are. Yeah. Right. You've got a lovely tan. Lovely tan. What time of the day are we talking about? It's about... 6.30 at night and the sun's just beginning to go down <sighs> and you go and sit on a balcony yeah. with your friends and you're a little bit thirsty 
and then this appears in a beautiful glass. I know you mentioned before that you don't drink as much now when you're reviewing. Yeah. Do you find that people try and pair things for you though? Yes. Like if yeah, that must happen yeah. a lot, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, wine pairings are a massive part of the restaurant experience. Yeah, of course. And they, I mean, everywhere does wine pairings. And uh, I used to not do the wine pairing because I just think that once you commit to that, you know. Sometimes then you start to think that it's kind of a noble thing to finish it. Yeah. And oh. like, no, you know, what I would say is that you can often end up have, having like 22 glasses no. of wine. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You kind of get to the end of the night. And what I would say is, you know, there's no prizes for that. People have to remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no one's going to come out the kitchen and shake your hand for finishing, you know, because there'll be like eight, they'll just say there's eight different glasses of wine. And then the sommelier will be so generous, generous and excited. Yeah. For, you know, so then yeah. he's filling it up and you're kind of, no, I see. So I think that, but you do go on a journey, but then you do have to speak to the sommelier a lot, which it can be quite arduous. I think if you've got, if you've got a <laughs> So this is the wine, but then this is the name of the person and this is the little car that they drive down and they've got a dog called Kevin and it just goes on and on. And then you like, just, I just want to eat my dinner. You're sort of mid-anecdote with your guests and he's like, what was it like, Grace? Yeah, how was it? But then you do, you kind of just have a kind of a variety of, faces that you pull yeah. all the way through do you are you picky about who you take with you yeah yeah i am i'm i have a couple of people who i eat with and really i don't eat with really anyone else i'll tell you why because i a lot of the time it's just work right and it's not entertaining it is completely just and people you know it's work it's tuesday night mm-hmm. and i and I don't want to be out the house. It's raining. <laughs> it's February. You're thinking about a box set the whole yeah, time. Yeah, and what you really need in that situation is somebody that's not going to, it's not a big deal for them as well. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I go with my bloke. I've got a couple of friends that I go with. And what I find is people say to me, oh, I would love to come with you. I would love to come. And you go, okay, it's Wednesday and it's in Stockwell yeah. and it's a seven course tasting menu. And then people go, do you know something? I'm a bit busy. <laughs> so do you ever go I, by yourself? Uh, yeah, I do. But the, the, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm good at eating alone and I love it. It's very empowering. And I think there's nothing nicer than sitting up at a, a bar, you know, one of the bars where you can see everybody cooking behind it. It's Ooh, so lovely. It. And you know, a little glass of champagne and it is lovely. Um, but I can't eat as much because I need to be able to test, test, test lots of yes. different things. And uh, and I hate waste. But also, it's yeah. nice to discuss it with someone, isn't it? Yeah. To, to, to say, you know, I've got... Even if it's just you airing your thoughts. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Mm. It's it's lovely to have someone with you also the next day to just go, was that awful? <laughs> was that awful? Or you was know, that I just me? Was it awful? No social encounters. Yes. <laughs> was that? Well, then that's, but then that's the whole point of having a relationship, isn't it? Because really having a relationship is just having somebody almost sitting in the dressing room of life to go, was that terrible? And so, yeah, it's the same with food. I was at a soft play thing the other day with my little girl and a child walked past us and said, are we having fun now? And I thought I've never related to anything more in my life. Because I co- I'm constantly thinking that. Is, is, this, is this a good life? Is this fun? Are we, can we do, this, is, this is fine, right? We're having a nice time. You're listening. 
listening to Wine Times, brought to you with the help of our friends at the Sunday Times Wine Club, your go-to experts for fantastic wine. And don't forget, if you like the sound of any of the wines we've been tasting in this episode, there'll be a link to them in the podcast description. iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've got a question for you, Susie. Sorry. Please. Sorry, Grace. Do you prefer white or red wine? I prefer red. Yeah. But I think it's because I trust myself with a red. Yes. In, in as much as I feel like I know a little bit more about a red so I can go I know that I like that and I, I like that I, I, I recognise a, a bit of what's going on on the, on the wine list I think I think we instinctively prefer red wines and then people that work in wine instinctively probably prefer white wine but certainly the wine journey normally begins with big rich reds because they're so seductive aren't they they're, they're so easy you know, they've got so much appeal to them do you know what I love a glass of red when I'm on <clears> tour and you'll be who knows where. You were talking about eating by yourself earlier. I remember saying to my mum about eating by myself. My mum went, oh, I think it's so miserable that you go and eat by yourself. I think everyone must look at you and think, oh, that poor girl, she's been stood up. I'm like, I think people just think, I think, don't think people think that. Like, but, but quite often when you're on tour, sometimes you get, you're with a mate and that's so much fun when you go on the road with a friend. And going back to like some little sort of boutique hotel that's got a fire Post gig, especially if you have a great show. Yeah. And then someone, you know, behind the bar will go, we've only got sandwiches now. And yeah, that's fine. I love cheese and pickle sandwich. Just sandwiches. And then, but, but yeah, yeah, you can have a drink from the bar. And then, and, and having a glass of red. Yeah. And like a cheese and pickle sandwich. Yes. At about 11 o'clock. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and if there's a fire, I mean, it's I'm dream scenario. It's just a simple yeah. thing done well, isn't it? Yeah. And it could yeah. be, it could be a glass of red with, you know, just some charcuterie and a little bit of cheese. Yes. Or it could be cheese and pickle. I mean, I, I think I love that. But anyway, so... Right, here we go. Let's go on. So, Grace, you're... I hope I'm right. You're doing a television series with ANC, aren't you? You're going I around am, the British Isles? Yeah, I am. Um, Sorry, I'm just... I'm doing yeah. the things that I know to do with wine. So, so I like, I'm just... I'm looking into it dramatically. So, <laughs> so, so going back to what Susie said, that the reason I chose this... So we're going over from... Um, the east coast of Spain, uh, Barcelona, we're going across the border to the Douro Valley in Portugal, the home of port, sweet wine. But actually, they make some very nice red wines there now. 
which are like port. They're deep, as you can see, it's a dark color, yeah. opaque, uh, lots of fruit. But I was more thinking about your seafood adventure. <laughs> and if you go to Lisbon, uh, they have something that they normally eat after seafood, don't they? There's a pudding called a prego, yes. which is basically just a steak sandwich mm -hmm. done well on a bun, which is like your cheese and pickles sandwich. Mm -hmm. And they have it with a sort of inky red wine. Yeah. And I love that idea that you have your sort of seafood yes. and you, you know, your white wine and your Chablis in it. And then just to finish off, to wash it up, you have this a nice sort of steak sandwich. Yeah, a nice steak sandwich with. We certainly didn't have any Prego and delicious wines in um, on, our, on our trip. No, on our trip, my trip with Ainsley oh, yeah. Harriet around Carmarthen and uh, Devon. I have been on a six-week uh, holiday with Ainsley Harriet yeah. recently. And it has been a lot of fun, yeah, for Channel 4. Do you know, we were drinking, I think we were drinking... Um, yeah, well, it was a lot of seafood. Yeah. So I was drinking white, to be yeah. honest. And I was, I mean, look, if I'm honest, I was drinking glasses of champagne yeah. because uh, Miss Dent turned up in town, like feeling like Diana Ross. When you <laughs> 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 so I was, you know, the whole point of the show is that we're not in kind of really obvious places. We're kind of off the beaten tracks, like Isle of Wight, um, in but Ventnor and places. Where so. did you go to in Devon? Yes, we went to South Devon. We were in Exmouth. We were basically in, we were along that coastline. Yeah. It was utterly fantastic. It was magical. Yeah. Actually, the most magical part of the journey was when we went to Carmarthenshire in Wales because I got involved with lambing. So, fantastic. yeah. So I was kind of really, I was like, I was hand deep into the lambing, shall we say. Right. And I helped, I helped with that. And then afterwards, quite surreally, I got sent off to review a lamb stew in a it was it was heavy going strange day yeah. and it was a strange day and with that we we did pair just a, an inky red wine by yeah. a rather large glass of it as well yeah you'd have to do that <laughs> this is made by alvaro vanzella and they were very famously uh the skies of the quinta d'urbel but it's um it's a Valencia grand reserve and i think if we're thinking about the natural environment for this i'm not sure it's day three of a holiday but it's it's a winter holiday isn't it yeah. It, we're thinking, you know, Scottish Lodge or it's cold outside. Do you know when you drink reds and somebody will always want the inkiest, darkest, mm. blackest, most dramatic wine on the menu? That's it. Mm. That is it. If anybody is looking for that wine, this is the kind of Dracula. This is the goth <laughs> of wine. This is the, the big, bulky... It wants to fight with me. Wine. Dark fruit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Love it. That's Sunday lunch. Yeah. And before you know it, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And you think just one more bottle. You think why not? We're when, here now. when when do we get these people together? You when think? do we have the chance? And before you know it, um, it's not a antiques roadshow is on. <laughs> and you're thinking, who are these people in my house? <laughs> <laughs> You all go. Um. Yeah. I've completely missed what this is called. What is this wine? Mm. Mm. Go on, you do it. He's got a spit first. Sorry, Grace asked me that just as I took a huge swig. It's the Villarisa Grand Reserva um, from the Duro Valley. That's 2019. It's a Christmas Eve wine. Alvero mm. Yes. It's Christmas, Christmas Eve wine. Do you drink mold wine? I think that mulled wine is spoiling wine, to be honest. I think it just feels like vandalism, mm. really. It's just because people, and it always starts at about mid-November, 
yeah. you just suddenly... I think good mulled wine is very good, but then that stuff that you get in the pub where you know that somebody with a really bad yeah. hangover has just got a packet of spice I from th- Costco. <laughs> I'm going to say no to that. I think when you're out... <laughs> I think it, you have to be outside. It has to be cold. Yeah. I.e. a freezing cold night. And someone says, I've got some old wine in my flask. That works really well. But yeah, if you're going to a, a sort of party, it's, yeah, it, it can work. I'm... You're not against it? No, not against anything. I am a big fan of uh, English sparkling, though. It's interesting yeah. you were saying you were drinking it on a, another show. Um, if somebody really knows me, they send English sparkling. Like, I just... There's something about it. I just it really tickles me that we can we can make sparkling in this country, yeah. and it's not just kind of oh bless them they're making peapod burgundy. It <laughs> it's proper wine, proper proper, wine. proper people with and it's glamorous and it looks sexy and it's expensive. It's, expensive. it's reassuringly expensive and it's good. I mean, it competes with the very best sparkling wines in the world. I might be able to pull one out. And some, see if we have any left actually. It'd be rather nice. <laughs> oh, is it? The other thing I would say about English sparkling wine, if you look at Champagne, the big Champagne houses, Krug, Marais mm-hmm. and Chandon, they were all formed in sort of the 18th, 17th century. I think Champagne was invented in the sort of 1660s. And they grew up around the prosperity of Paris. So their big market was Paris. Now, what England has in Kent, Sussex and Hampshire is the world's largest financial centre on its doorstep, London, mm-hmm. where we are today. Mm-hmm. And so we have this incredibly affluent, thirsty market. And my word, we love sparkling wine in this country. We drink yeah. more champagne, well, we used to drink more champagne than the whole of North America. Yeah. And I could never get over that. fact. And then I suddenly started thinking about things. I was like, well, every birthday, mm-hmm. uh, every sort of national celebration, yeah. like go to horse racing, everyone's drinking champagne, test match, yes. Wimbledon. Um, weddings. Weddings. Big. And, yeah. and we don't just have a glass. It, so it, we... It's in us that there's, there's a status thing about it. Even oh. if we don't think that we are, even if we don't think we're interested in that kind of thing, we, from the earliest age, we know that that means happiness. Yes. It Success. means that something is, <clears throat> something lovely is happening. You know, it's, there's, there's something about it. I don't know. And it was in the movies. And it's, there's, there's, a, there's an idea that, you know, you don't, you don't drink that on a Tuesday night by yourself. But no. You can but that is Friday night, or that's being with the girls, isn't mm. it? Or that's kind of celebrating. It's in us, the Brits. I think it was... Love it. <laughs> Hugh Johnson again, he wrote, nothing lifts the mood like a glass of champagne. Grace, do you find people, your friends, are scared to cook for you? Yeah, they're terrified. Does they're anyone ever are. invite you around to cook? No. <laughs> Not really. Be like, no. Grace, when we finished about <laughs> eight o'clock, you can pop in then for a glass of wine. I do find out that people have had secret dinner parties and then kind of not invited me. Yeah, do you people, say like I'm not going to review it? Don't worry. I, I I don't understand why people would think that I would be sniffy about anything that they would cook because I think that anybody who is actually inviting you into their home and cooking, I will eat, literally eat anything I'm there for. I'm there for the, the company, you know? But I know people get, they do get scared. I think they think that really if, if I yeah. don't get if, I think, what do they think I'm going to do? Write 900 terse words and fax it to them in the <laughs> you know? Do a round robin with all your friends. Exactly. Yeah. Or turn it away, just says, I'm sorry. I just I'm sorry. I hope that over the last few years with MasterChef, I have shown that, you know, I think that all cooking mm-hmm. is 
almost all cooking has something that you can say something good about, you know? Yeah. And I think that if somebody invites me to the house on a Friday night and they make, I mean, sausage and mash with onion gravy and a big, bold glass of red. I mean, isn't that the most magical yeah. thing in the whole world? And then maybe, and then maybe a little break and then maybe something like a sticky toffee pudding oh, with some yes. ice cream or, you know, just something. And it doesn't have to be homemade. I am really happy yeah. when somebody's brought something a little bit nice, but it's out of the freezer. There's no shame in drinking whatever the house wine is. You know, if mm. it's a good, if it's yeah. a good restaurant, they should have really put their homework into getting a great house wine. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, someone's. Uh, oh, that's the house wine. Just yeah. that's the house wine. <laughs> so I, I think there's no shame in putting the emphasis back on to the the, the sommelier and say to him or her, look, I, I want to spend X yes. amount. What have you got? And don't just give me the, you know, I, I'm in this sort of mood tonight. So yeah. i.e., I want a heavy red or I want a light, a lighter red. Yeah. And, and be guided. If somebody said, you have to choose the wine, I would immediately say, well, well let's go by the glass. Yes. Because they're not going to have anything that's hyper, 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 mega expensive yeah. by the glass. And then I would say to the, I would, I would say to the sommelier, I would go, wait, I would say, we're going to go by the glass. I don't want to go too mad, but can you just pair it with what we're going to have? Yeah. And they love that because that's like giving them a task. Yeah. And then they skip <laughs> off and they come back and they've had a really big thing and it kind of gets rid of them for a bit. Yeah. And then they come back and then you just have to go through a little bit of, you know, this is Latvian and I, I once went on a trip there and they'll tell you that, but I, I wouldn't think that they would, you know, they're not going to pour you a £47 glass of no. red in that case. Hopefully. I feel like a lot of your issues with any restaurant is how long the sommelier is talking to you. Because <laughs> in our quite brief conversation, that's come up a number of times. Yeah, I feel, I'm feeling this. Yeah. Have you had a bad experience with the sommelier recently? All, all the time. All the time. Because <laughs> they're trying to impress you. Yeah, they just, they like, get sommeliers get, look, if a restaurant has a sommelier, it is a certain level of restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of the time it's just the serving staff yeah. just who've just kind of learned some of the things about, and they're not meant they're not meant to be wine experts. They're certainly not getting paid enough <laughs> money to yeah. be wine experts, as well as you know magicians who are running the place. Kind of. um, so if a sommelier is there, it's probably on a very very good wage. He or she, there's a lot more females doing it now, um, on a very very good wage. So when they see you and they think that you know about wine, you know they often do kind of pull up a chair. Yeah. You know, I do find that just like a, a, a very swift karate chop. <laughs> that just gets them. No, I've never, I haven't hit many. Well, on that note, <laughs> our third wine arrives. Yes. We're actually drinking out of flutes, but... Um, it's very yellow. Yes, well... Yeah. Um, it's alarmingly yellow. Yeah, I would say so. Oh. Oh. It's a sweet wine. Sweet wine. wine. <laughs> and it's very special, actually. We're leaving Portugal. But we're not going very far. We're just going over the Pyrenees and we're dropping down in Bordeaux, the home of the greatest sweet wine, Chateau Iquem. So this is um, quite a little secret for the club because we don't know where it's from. Uh, it's called uh, L'Epiphany de Sauterne, but it's from a very, very, very well-known uh, estate in Bordeaux. So it's deep golden colour, as well as that sort of honeyed, Ooh. honeyed, apricotty. Character. Yeah, so I, good. I, I, honestly, I absolutely, I absolutely love that. Wines like that are my absolute downfall. Goes, and the secret to this is, it's got acidity, mm. which counteracts 
the the the, the natural sweetness is because there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of sugar. Yeah. In but it's sweet and it's, just it's almost like a honey sandwich. It's, yeah. Exactly. Honey sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And I think I like to have sweet wine instead of a pudding, not right. with a pudding, because I don't really have a sweet tooth. Um, although I like dark chocolate, and I feel that if I'm having if I'm out, for example, yes. I'll just everyone else have a pudding, and I'll just say I'll have a glass of, of sweet wine. And that's enough, actually. I know, but then do you have cheese? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then do you have the little petty fours that come at the end mm. as well? So you might as well just have had a... <laughs> exactly, I should have. <laughs> um, but and, and, and another really nice time to enjoy this, if you want to be sort of hugely hedonistic, is tea time. Uh, obviously, you'll have to be on holiday uh, or, <laughs> or the weekend. Um but just a small glass as well. It doesn't have to be well, you, What amount. time is tea time to you? Well, sort of late afternoon, sort of, sort of three... Th- I suppose if we're... Thinking, when, when it, you mean like high tea? Yeah. Like that sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a minefield. Actually. Yeah, so there's tea, dinner, supper, isn't there? Dinner, tea, lunch. tea, dinner. How long is well, this I podcast? Think, <laughs> Six I, I weeks. Think, <laughs> you're free, right? You're available. A great friend of mine called... Um, Keep her glass going. <laughs> Roddy Campbell explained it to me and said, well, tea's just the cricket. Well, 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 it, Look at it, if you look at the cricket, they always have tea at three fifteen, three thirty. Yeah. So I think that's great. That's tea time, I suppose. So you would have it just as a little treat. Yeah, maybe. I was by four o'clock. Let's say four. After. With this, with a nice, just a cherry bakewell. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. I always buy a bottle of this type of thing at Christmas. Yeah. And it always comes in that small, elegant mm. bottle, and the colour's always beautiful. And then I must admit, I do. This is the wine that I kind of have as Auntie Grace's private stash that will be sitting in the kitchen. And if you come into the kitchen when I'm cooking, you will get a little glass of that, and it mm. goes very well with um, gossip. Ooh, paired with gossip. <laughs> Is it family uh, gossip or any gossip? Oh, family gossip. It's Christmas, oh, of course. And we all, uh, you have a little, <laughs> have a little. <laughs> yeah, this goes very well with a stand on the back step and mm. um, slagging off your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's no better than she ought to be. Grace, which is your favourite? That's what I want to know out of the three that we've had. You have given me three, actually four, incredibly good wines mm. today. And they've all been incredibly different. The red was, wow, I want to recommend that to people because it was so inky and dramatic. But I, I just loved the sweet one at the yeah. end. I'm sorry, I no. know, I know. I, I, I don't, just, don't apologize the, to me. The sweet <clears throat> one was just joy. It's right, just then. joy. It's just, it's, it's, it's a carol glass, service. It? It's a, it, yeah, it's a... It's Friday at six o'clock. It's the end of the week. It's just delicious. I said to you when you came in, it's such a pleasure to meet you because I've read your stuff for years and I love your MasterChef. So thank you so much for joining us. I've had too much fun, actually. (laughs) This this was an obscene amount of fun. It's been great. Cheers. Cheers. That's it from us today. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Wine Times in association with the Sunday Times Wine Pub, produced by Ben Mitchell. 
You can follow the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just do this via your normal podcast provider. And we'll be back next week with more delicious wine and a fabulous guest. And remember that all of the wines we tasted today are available from the Sunday Times Wine Club website. But from all of us here at Amazing Grace, thank you very much for listening and we hope to see you next week for more Wine Times. VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.